I'd like to thank Murray Ridwin Roshi for a guidance on my preparations for this talk. It's titled, We Are All in the Same Boat. To be in spring session is a rare and wonderful thing. We're here in session to be particularly free of other concerns and excesses and to sincerely take up and support each other in realising our true nature. It is a precious opportunity to practice. Whatever your practice outside of Sishin, here we're restoring it, witnessing it, undergoing its wonder, whilst also wondering, whilst amongst it all, what this realisation of our true self is all about. Encouragingly, our session, held in Nungabudja, heart country, origin indeed, falls over the seasons of Dilbra, season of conception, and Camberong, season of birth. It also falls over the end of the AFL footy season. That session falls over a grand final weekend is only a relatively recent thing. But when it is a family tradition to share lunch and together watch the big game, a tradition started by my parents, caution save, tears and laughter arise, and continued by me with my daughters, who now want to continue that tradition with me and their own children, it is really difficult to try to explain why I want to give preference to Sashin. I feel their disappointment. You may not be such avid grand final fans, but for each of us, there will be something we give up in order to attend Sashin. But we nevertheless decided to be here. Now, Sometimes too it is hard to answer what it is that I hope to find when my friends ask why I keep coming to Sishin. I don't know, though true doesn't cut it with him. Realisation of my true self sounds a bit grandiose. They would never really understand the honest or nothing I guess, and certainly have found puzzling well. Zen practice itself has no particular purpose when practice itself is the purpose, and that is it. Yes, I find it a bit embarrassing to say I really enjoy being in a space where, by the end of the week, I really feel the caring presence of others, the earth, the universe, the whole gathering of everything just as this. This very moment. It. Nor do I say them t to them, well, I've signed up for long days of meditation to hear some Dharma talks and this year to have some one-on-one -on -one time in Doksan with this teacher who I admire and feel some urgency about learning from before he or I die. 
That both doesn't seem enough and also a bit too morbid about the urgency of this matter. Yet that urgency is what keeps me returning to Sashin in practice. It was an urgency sparked by early Sashins when at the end of each long day of meditation and before retiring, the Jikijitsu would intone from outside the Zendo, I beg to urge you everyone, life and death is a grave matter. All things pass quickly away. Each of you must be completely alert, never neglectful, never indulgent. Nor do I tell my inquiring friends that I'm likely to spend the first few days settling in by trying to count ten breaths in a row, and that I'm likely to be almost in tears with pain by the second night and can't sleep nor that I will probably spend some of the many hours sitting on my cushion either fantasising incessantly about food or about sex, but that if I stick at it, that too might pass, or might not. Whatever the particular distractions that may call to us, we are all in the same boat. Since we've come here, we are showing that we want to make ourselves available to realisation and the eloquence of our true nature. Keep facing that. Keep entering that. Row that boat. Until I've sat for a few days, spent some time within the schedule and my assigned role, I usually feel a bit of mind-wandering and a touch or more of physical and emotional resistance. Settling in takes time. You may have already found that the wisdom and kindness of our practice is to do our best. Sitting hour after hour can be a tremendous challenge, but in sitting together we support each other and help ourselves and each other stay present to our practice. This is the Bodhisattva spirit, returning, steady return. This takes time. I take courage in my own endeavours to keep returning in the words of Noongar elder Michael Wright. Debakan, Debakan, Debakan. Slow steadiness, slow steadiness, steadiness, gently return, row, row that boat gently, sometimes merrily, but with right intentions. Keeping to our schedule is showing our best intentions, being in our place, Carrying out our roles is undertaking a true act of kindness to ourselves and to each other. We are, whether we know it or not, already deep in the eloquence of Spring Sashin. That eloquence of who we each are is unfolding. Be receptive to just this as organic elements of a vast life, whatever arises is it. There is no need to perpetuate anything, withdraw from anything. 
resist anything. Bored? Floundering in thoughts? Annoyed with the person sitting next to you? Feeling tired? Fantasizing? In pain? Feeling that you don't understand? That boredom, those thoughts, that tiredness, that annoyance, that pain, that very don't know conveys your essential nature. As Sin Sin Ming's affirming faith in mind reminds me, and I was reminded of it yesterday, the great way is not difficult for those who do not pick and choose. How can I? I have a schedule. I have a place to sit. I've got roles that I have to do. That is returning to this. We just need to keep returning to just this. Return. Return. Tweet, tweet. A bird call. A shaft of light. A waft of incense. truck, a chainsaw, a party on the hill, a twinge of pain, a colour brushing your senses as you walk past the altar. All experiences of intimacy with here and now is the miracle of our true self. Each of our senses, even our thoughts, a doorway to this, the quality of this, just this, this true self. What is it? Yellow petals, shining floor, kangaroos eating wattle outside the dojo. We come from nature, return to nature, it is our true home and this place reminds us of that. Let us settle there, do our best. This is the eloquence of staying steady, of bringing ourselves back again and again to our practice. This is the Bodhisattva spirit of expressing your true self. This is rowing together, gently and merrily, with preferences cast aside. We're here in session to be particularly free of other concerns and excesses and to sincerely take up and support each other. It is a rare opportunity and to be able to practice our sitting steadily for an extended time with others in these times even rarer. So, whatever your practice, here we're restoring it undergoing its wonder. This is spring session. At the times, flowers are blooming. As woman says, spring comes with flowers, and it does even centuries later. William Wordsworth, writing in his guide to the districts of the lakes, wrote that we can only imagine, quote, 
the primeval woods shedding and renewing their leaves with no human eye to notice or human heart to regret or welcome the change. For me that captures somewhat both the melancholy and joy of heading down to boning up for spring session. The drive down to spring session is filled with flowers blooming and the whole earth seems optimistic. The universe is utterly generous. Every moment is the way itself, whether it comes with flowers or not. Yes, when you are hungry, there is just that hunger, hunger, hungering in the entire universe. That itch, that entire universe. Yes, when you and I are in our practice, our practice is realised right here and now. Every moment is the way itself. Because of some health issues over the past few years, coming to session and wondering what might arise in my body causes me some hesitation. Yet I know that if I have the courage to just get down to session and let the routine support me, everything will probably be okay. I say okay because I find sitting hour after hour a tremendous challenge, but I also find that in sitting together we support each other and that each of you helps me commit and stay present to my practice. Over the years I've had different afflictions during session. Apart from heart arrhythmia, there were a few years of loud firework sounds in one ear. This year it's some fractured ribs that are throbbing and of course always sitting with painful legs. My turning point in dealing with such distractions is that I've stopped taking physical discomfort personally. Distractions and discomforts will occur, but the drive to add narrative to the experience has largely dropped away. Similarly, at some point, whatever I'm feeling, the labels of painful, unpleasant or pleasant drop away as well, and I am left with just bodily sensations. I have found that the best way through is to be content to sit in Zazen with just those arising sensations. It may not be pleasant, it may be pleasant, but I am not providing a layer of narrative or struggling to avoid the ever-changing flux of sensations either, just more weather rolling in. Open to that practice, whether it is counting your breath, the koan, just sitting, open to that again and again, especially if it started feeling dry, fruitless, or if it seems to be continually falling or clouded by thoughts. Simply work within that emotional weather, notice it, the way you notice the darkening clouds, the cooling breeze. Where are you? What are you? Within unfaltering vigilance we practice practicing itself. Throughout my weather I am often steadied by the opening line from the Shadoka that Robin Aiken translated that goes, There is the leisurely one, walking the Tao, beyond philosophy, not avoiding fantasy, not seeking truth. 
I know from past practice and past sessions that as session progresses I settle in and start to get glimpses of the leisurely one. It's quite joyful as I momentarily forget that self of aching back and knees and obsessive thoughts. Steam rises from a just poured cup. An incense stick is lit and bowed to. A bird calls. In Kinhin I move into a patch of warm sunlight. In these ways our practice seeps into our body and marrow. In these ways the sin of directness of just this takes on the poetry of each moment and these moments begin to flow together. Really I'm just grateful for the practice itself, for the routine of session, the fact that we are all in it together, for having in my life not just one, but two teachers, though Mary's not with us because of COVID, when even one is rare, and that really the effort in session in my daily practice of just trying to stay present has already changed the course and quality of my life in so many ways. The poet Rainer Maria Rilke captures the process of session for me. Quote, Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not seek the answers, which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will find them gradually, without noticing it. Live along some distant day into the answer. We're all in this together. I encourage you to take this precious opportunity offered by you coming to session of finding the eloquence of your true self. I will be doing my best here too. Let us enjoy the weather. Let us enjoy our practice.